even though it is the worst podcast I have ever heard. Welcome back, my friends. We are the Smarky Geeks. I am Frankie. Everybody dies. The Jesus. The fuck. That's uh the murder hawk. The, that's his oh, song. Oh, okay. Everybody yes, dies. Yes, 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 yes. Okay. And I am Hot Stuff John Turiano. <laughs> See, we're watching. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, tell, tell the audience. What we're oh, I'm sorry. Yes, the reason I came up with that name. We're watching Wrestle War '89. And and when I'm looking for a name, I usually put the wrestling on first. Maybe give me inspiration. And it was Mike Rotunda against the Great Muda. Mike Rotunda was seconded by Hot Stuff Eddie Yoga. So, Hot Stuff. <laughs> uh, contact information as always. You guys are lucky I didn't wait five minutes. I would, I would, I would have been Nature Boy. <laughs> uh, you're listening to episode 24. Contact inform- information as always. Uh, you can reach the show at wawa.thesmarkygeeks.com. Call hotline number at 347-SMARKY6. Uh, subscribe to us on whatever podcast capture you use. Just search the Smarky Geeks and we will be the ones that come up um, with a new logo. And uh, subscribe to us on our Twitters at Smarky Geeks, at Frank Jesus at D. John Turiano. Subscribe to us on my favorite place to be online right now on Facebook and our group page. Uh, subscribe to us on Instagram at the Smarky Geeks. And uh, on with the show. Still, the only wrestling show that's not canceled. Yep. <laughs> I'm just saying. I don't know. I think uh, the new show people might shut us down. I think WWE might call call them and be like, you "Shut these guys down." Yeah. <laughs> they keep talking shit about us. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Why'd you Why'd you talk about? Why'd you say that? I don't know. Was it proven or was it still just a rumor about it? Yeah, that WWE called trying to get AEW shut yeah. down because they were recording at QT Marshall's gym. Yeah. So the room that, that WWE had called because they were filming from a location they, they, they were doing it illegally. Problem was when the cops did show up, whether it was a WWE that called them or not, hmm. AEW showed proof they, they had permission to do yeah, it. Yeah, they had, they, they they had they the right. They had just they had under the amount of people they were supposed to have in that state. Yeah. Everybody they kept everybody apart for their tapings, mm-hmm. and yeah, they were allowed to go on. Yeah, with supervision now because they 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 had to stay the cops. Right. It was. I mean, we're jumping out a little bit, but when when they opened up AEW, it was Cody and Tony Giovanni, mm-hmm. and they were six feet apart. Like they were mm-hmm. not next to each other. Yeah. That was the first. I, I popped out of me right away. I'm like, you know what? <laughs> like, I, and Pharaoh was there. So like, it was the way they did it was perfect. Yeah. We're gonna get into that yeah. into, into the main event later. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So let's get right into it. Uh, WrestleMania happened. Yeah. We, yeah. we we I didn't watch it. I watched a little bit of it, but I'm like, um, I'm I, I I'm gonna get into that later with the main part of the main event, but. I will say this, a little teaser for the main event. AEW 
is doing the empty arena thing better than WWE right now. Yeah. That's, but, I mean, that's a small compliment. I mean, in my opinion, that's a small compliment. I don't want this to be... Right. But we'll get into it. We'll get into it. But I'm going to explain... Let me explain why I think they're doing it better. Well, first mm-hmm. of all, I think that both of them... The one thing the problem with WWE has when they... Because they're filming from the arena, the arena is so bright, it shines a spotlight on the fact that it's empty. Mm-hmm. What AEW did, especially on Dynamite, is it's a darkened arena. Mm-hmm. Probably because of the way it's set up, because it's actually a gym. Mm-hmm. It's QT Marshall's wrestling school. Yeah. What WWE needs to do is this is black out the seat area, seating area. Just just make the arena darker. Yeah. It'll it'll take some of the glaring fact that there's nobody there or take it away from it. Yeah. Also, I think another problem I'm having the reason I'm having a problem watching NXT and WWE empty arenas in general. I'm start I noticed it more now. The big a big thing in wrestling is the wrestlers talking back and forth in the ring. Mm-hmm. You know, it's kind of trash talking. It works with it. when it's an empty crowd, you hear it. Mm-hmm. What AEW did on their show was they didn't do, do there was almost no talking in the ring. Yeah. They let the match they let the match tell the story without the talking. Yeah. And that helped a lot. Okay. I thought but, you were gonna say something else. No, no, what would you think I was gonna say? Well, my one of my problems with WWE, including NXT a little bit, is that they don't they've adjusted the camera angles and stuff like that. Right. And that's fine, but you also have to adjust how you wrestle. I agree. And I with don't that. think they've done that. They're still wrestling for a crowd, right? You know, an idea that I came up with. I thought I was thinking about it as I was watching NXT. I watch NXT live. I watch AW today. Go complete. They they just keep. What promotion was it? I can't remember which one. It might have been Gorilla Pro in California. They just keep just a hard cam. Don't use any other camera angles. Yeah. Just use just the hard cam. If you use just a hard cam, what AEW did was great. They, they used their hard cam was closer to the ring, so you wouldn't see the wouldn't yeah, see the empty stuff. But <clears throat> what AEW is also doing is they're putting wrestlers in the they they're back to doing that again. Yeah, they, they came Which back to that definitely help. It yeah. definitely yeah, helps. Because last week wasn't my, one of my favorites. I don't like it. The it definitely it. helps. But have the camera focus more on just the ring. NXT and WWE did the right thing. They took the seats out so you don't see empty seats. Mm-hmm. But it's so bright, it's so noticeable. Yeah, and, but it's also the way they wrestle. They're wrestling to go outside the ring into the the, the, the seated areas right. and stuff like that. You know, right? AEW too, but um, but you know, like just just what I like about AEW is that most of these matches have become very spot heavy stuff to be done in the ring. Right. You know. And just entertain you in the ring, and very hard. Like you, they put the microphone inside the ring for for, for a lot of it, where you hear like the the mat just you know hitting right. the hitting. Well, the, that that goes back to what I said last week. The problem with wrestling at the performance center is because there's no crowd, all the sound and the, and the performance center is kind of big, you know, as, as a whole, because they have three rings set up there. Yeah. So the performance center is pretty big. Everything echoes. So not only is it an empty ring and you have microphones everywhere, everything echoes, including the wrestlers talking in the ring. Mm-hmm. So everything is echoing and that's making it hard to watch. And AEW had more, that was more of an AEW problem last week mm-hmm. because it was a bigger place. You could hear more of it. And because they did it at QT Marshall's gym, it's smaller, it, it doesn't. It didn't echo as much. Also... They also adjusted the way they actually do it anyway. Yeah, they also adjusted the sound of it where... You hardly heard what was happening in the ring. You heard more the announcer, the 
commentators. Also, you had <clears throat> you also had wrestlers and and referees or whatever at ringside, mm-hmm. but they were making a lot of noise. Mm-hmm. So it was AEW did the, I mean I, like you said we don't want to see this all the time. Yeah, no. Another thing I like that AEW is doing is because they're doing it at we're jumping way ahead because where they're doing it, it feels like an indie show. Feels like one of those really small indie shows. Yeah, you know what you, it feels like? It feels like that Bronx Wrestling Federation thing we went to. Yeah, a little bit. That's what it felt like. You should watch Dark, where they've basically just gotten a bunch of indie wrestlers who would have been out of work and had them pre-record um, matches. I think I have to log into. Had um, they had a bunch of wrestlers from from indie promotions. I saw. I didn't watch it, but I did hear about that. Come on and do some tapings for Dark. So they make a little money and stuff, which is great. Yeah, and then they have. Dark tapings, you know, to put out there on YouTube. But we jumped way ahead. I am so yeah. sorry. I mean, I mean, we're talking about the WrestleMania, which, granted, I, I didn't, I wasn't garbage. I it's didn't still watch it. garbage, but I it wasn't I, garbage. I didn't, I didn't watch it. I mean, yeah. for all the, I, I turned it on. I did. I watched the beginning. Yeah. I was out when it was Gronkowski and Mojo Riley. I was like, oh. I'm like, here we go. Yeah, Gronkowski. I don't think Gronkowski would even be great with a crowd. Like that whole gimmick is. Yeah, but you can get, yeah, but you can get away with it with the crowd because you could feed, you could feed audio in there for the cheering. That would help it. It uh, still wouldn't work. I just, but, uh, you know what I'm saying? You you have a little more. You have a little more leeway with the crowd. It's like two Mojo Riley's. because you could you could always. I think you have a little more leeway with the crowd, but anyway. So, but you know, I'm gonna watch it because we were actually doing Isolation Mania at the same time. Yeah, which everyone should have been watching instead of this, by the way. Yeah, but but anyways, <laughs> I had it on my phone. Like, you know what? I'm gonna watch WrestleMania too. So at least I'll have it on so I can mm-hmm. talk about it. I got into the opening match with Alexa and Nikki Cross against Kabuki Warriors. Yeah. No, my, wasn't. I am so sorry. My Alexa just went off, and I just said it again. Should I do that? Shut up. No. I am so sorry. <laughs> All the problems I talked about a couple minutes ago about like they too much talking in the ring, too light. All that happens in the beginning, mm-hmm. and I had to turn it off. The ma- I, now that the match itself wasn't bad, it was okay, but there was so much chit chatting in the ring. And you can in the echoing, and you can hear every little thing they were saying. You know, playing to the crowd that wasn't there. Yeah, I had to turn it off. That's a problem. I don't like I, that. I, I turned it off. Um, but I did watch it. The match itself was actually pretty good. Um, I like the Kabuki. I love the Kabuki Warriors. I think they're a great tag team. Um, and Alexa Bliss and um, Nikki Cross here were actually really good. They're enthusiastic. Yeah. So I thought the, that. It, it wasn't like great or anything like that. I'm not. It doesn't go in the Hall of Fame or anything like that. Of great matches, but it was a good match. I liked it. Uh, I, I would give it three snarks. You know. All right. Yeah. You know? I'm not gonna rewatch it, but it was good. Um. I can't remember the last time I, I rewatched the WWE pay per view anyway. Yeah. I've rewatched NXT pay per views. I've done that a few times. Yeah. I've never rewatched the WWE pay per view. I can't remember like recent pay per views. Yeah, like recent the, ones. Yeah. The old one. The classics. Always, yeah, of course. You, you but the new know. stuff, no. Uh, next up was Elias versus King Corbin. Your boy, King Corbin. Uh, <laughs> this was garbage. I didn't like this. One snark. I didn't like it. Um, 
Next up, we had uh, even with a crowd that would not even be good. I'm sorry, oh, that was just garbage. And I have such high hopes for forget Baron Corbin at this point for Elias. He's not great in the ring, but he's good in the ring. But they could have did so much with him. They could have did something more with him than they did. Yeah. He's a he's basically a jobber at this point. Yeah, he's a glorified jobber at this point. Uh, next up, we have uh, Becky Lynch versus Shayna Baszler, and I like this match too. I gave it uh, three and a half snarks. Um, it, was, it was just a good match. It was it was just good, and they, they fought really hard. I, I thought I thought both these ladies did good work here. Um, now you surprised they didn't give it to Shayna? Uh, not really. I mean, I I would have probably done that myself if I was booking this. Do you think maybe they're saving it for a live crowd? Probably, that could be it. Uh, could be also like when has Vince done something like that? Like this girl just came from NXT, yeah, you know? and then yeah. to defeat, yeah. You know? That's why I think Charlotte's gonna win. Um, WWE Intercontinental uh, Championship. Sami Zayn defeating Daniel Bryan. Uh, I kind of enjoyed this too. Uh, you know, yeah, when they actually got in the mat into the match of it, um, it was pretty good. Sami Zayn wasn't wasn't like garbage really. You know, Daniel Bryan's Daniel Bryan. You know, even as worse, he's usually good. You know. Um, real quick, so we're watching Wrestle War. This is 1989. How many ex-WWE guys were on this show? Like, old school guys. Bob Orton. We still get to see the Iron Sheik later. This is weird. Yeah. You know, it's like seeing these old WWE guys, you know, that are past their, obviously past their prime. Mm-hmm. Like, getting make pay-per-view spots. <laughs> I mean, Cowboy Bob Orton, really? Yeah. Anyway, it was over. Sorry, sorry continue. <laughs> and Dick Murdoch, two old guys. Perfect. Yeah, so the Daniel Bryan match, I gave three and a half. It was good. All right. Uh, next up, I I guess was changed due to the, the whole prevailing circumstances. Uh, it was a triple threat ladder match for the tag titles. Singles match. Singles match. <laughs> Again, they worked hard in this. And I thought it was good. I gave it three and a half, another three and a half. You know? It was... Uh, uh, it was like fun spots and shit like that. I thought it was good. I thought they did decent work here. Um, then this was my next garbage match. It was After that was the Braun Strowman versus defeating Goldberg in uh, what was a squash match technically. Uh, yeah, there was nothing to this. There was just a spear, 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 body slam, body slam, body slam. That's it. Well, and... Let's go. This is garbage. It, it is, but what'd you expect from Goldberg? I mean, if it was any, if it was Braun and Roman, it would have gone longer. But it's Goldberg. He can't do that much. I don't care if it goes longer. It, like the Brock and Goldberg match, I enjoyed. That was like five minutes or some shit like that. You know? Yeah, and and that was that was exciting. The, the, what they did in that ring and shit like that when when Brock jumped over Goldberg for from the to get away from the spear and shit. You know that was exciting. They they did a great job with that match, yeah. Um, but this was just garbage. There was no effort in this one, and this was replacing another match. Well, Goldberg has no he puts no effort in. He's a paycheck guy. Yeah. Um. So. What? Yeah. So what? What did I say? One star. One star. One snark. I'm not even gonna give him a snark. It's a it's a star. One star. Okay. 
Um, and next up is a match I I I refuse to rate right now. I I just I don't know how I feel about it. <laughs> it's just one of those things where I like they did it right, and then it's like one of those things I don't like, and then it as I'm watching it, I'm like I'm liking it, and I just don't know how I feel about it. And I'm talking about the Boneyard match with uh, Undertaker defeating AJ Styles. Uh yeah, yeah, I mean it was done in you know and you know everyone's talking about it. It's done in that whole Matt Hardy um the the Com- broken Matt Hardy yeah, type yeah, yeah. thing. It wasn't comedy. <coughs> you know, it was it felt like like a like a shoebox version of Sons of Anarchy type of thing. Okay. You know? Yeah. With some supernatural shit thrown in towards the end. Yeah. Cause because this was the big evil. This was the the Undertaker on the biker. It wasn't the American badass. It was the big evil version. Okay. Like, you know. Which I I, I still prefer more than <coughs> more than the Dead Man. Right. That whole like because he went from the American badass to the un, to the big evil like it was yeah. one after another. Like, which just, of those two? Which do you prefer, American badass or big evil? Ooh, ooh. The American like badass that. was more real. You know, he went more of that real, and then, then the Big Evil was more. He's still a biker, but he's also like a supernatural biker. <laughs> I guess the American Badass, by the pick, uh-huh. but not by much. The Big Evil was kind of cool, though. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and this was, this was, I don't know how I felt. I just don't know. It's just so weird. I like how they did it. You know, like, it, and it worked. It just worked. But then I don't want this. In my wrestling, you know, I guess for WWE it fits, and for WrestleMania it fits because I don't consider WrestleMania a wrestling show anymore, or ever really. It's always a spectacle, you know. It's like, you know, you you watch it just so you can talk about it the next day, right? You know, like, you're like it wasn't oh. no, it wasn't always like that either. That's only the last ten years or so. Yeah, but that's what it is. That's what it's become. You know, it's a spectacle, and this is one of those things that fits that. That genre of it, right? right, right. Like it, it's like, oh my god, did you watch that? Did you enjoy it? It's like one of those things that was so bad it was good type of thing, you know. And so yeah, I enjoyed it, but any other day I would fucking hate it, you know. Right. <laughs> um, same thing with the Matt Hardy stuff. Like I, I could watch that. I'm not talking about the the, the TNT Matt Hardy uh, gimmick. TNA. You, I'm sorry, the TNA. Um, Matt Harmy gimmick when they did that movie thing yeah, for yeah. that. I forgot what it was called. The deletion. Right. Ultimate deletion. Ultimate, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, when they did that, I enjoyed it for that damn for what it was. After that, I was like, I don't want that. I don't want that. And then, for some reason, it, that fucking gimmick is so Oh, um, real quick. If you hear, like, random voices in the background, there's people, those people in my hallway. Yeah, they're kind of loud. I don't know if they're going to, if it's going to feed into this. It might. They're six feet away, though. <laughs> Because, um, you know, you got for prevailing circumstances. Yeah. Um, we're not quite six feet away, but we're far enough away. We're enough. If you go diagonally. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, so yeah, I, I, I can't, I can't review it, but I enjoyed it for what it was. And this is how, and we talked about it earlier, like this opens up a lot of opportunities for what they can do for future WrestleManias or future shows, you know, because before this, I didn't give a fuck 
if they ever did Undertaker versus Sting. I don't know why that's a thing everyone wants to see. Because Sting's that one guy that never went to WWE to like the very end when he was prime. And Undertaker was one of those guys that, that was a WWE bred guy. So it seemed like... I think that became more of a thing when Sting was doing that supernatural thing. Yeah. The, with the, the with the black mask the black, and the like... Sting, the crow thing. Right. I think that, that's when people want to see it more when that happened. Mm-hmm. But, um... But, yeah, so... I can see them doing something like that here now, you know, where it's in a it's in a desert. There's little scorpions all over the fucking place, and they do some type of fucking movie like this. And, and, and if I put it on, I put it up in Facebook. It was filmed over eight hours, mm-hmm. so you could do something like that and just film different segments and just splice it together. Yeah, you know, you know, do a couple moves, stink and relax a little while, catch his breath, do the next thing. Yeah. you could it could work. I'll be honest with you. I think I, I think I talked about it on the show a couple weeks ago. I would not have minded if the entire WrestleMania was filmed like that, like almost like in a darkened arena, like Lucha Underground style, but like more, but like filmed in segments and spliced together, make a make a match. For now, I don't want to see WrestleMania like that every year, mm-hmm. but for this, I wouldn't mind it. Yeah, I get it. If they're gonna do go all out, yeah, I, I can't disagree. Um. So yeah, um, yeah. It, so that that was WrestleMania in a nutshell. Uh, all in all, yeah, WrestleMania was garbage, but I was su- pleasantly surprised with some of the matches weren't as garbage as, and then the ones that you would expect to be garbage were, you know. Of course. You know the Corbin, the 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 what was the other one I thought was garbage. The Goldberg, the, the Goldberg, the Braun Strowman. Strowman. Like yeah. you don't go into the, those thinking like we're going. This might be a sleeper hit. No. Yeah. <clears throat> I think even if it was Roman Reigns versus Goldberg, it would have been over just as quick. Probably. I don't think that match was meant to last long either way. Yeah, probably. Um, so I'm interested for today or yesterday when you when for you day two. Was, Say day yeah. two. I'm, I'm interested for day two to see how they're going to do the funhouse match or whatever the fuck they're calling it. Oh uh, yeah, I forgot about that. Um, Cena and Umbre. Yes, yeah, it's, it's supposed to be done in the same style. You know, the same pre-recorded movie style uh, so see what shenanigans they do there um, you know what's pissing me off about Wrestlemania what WWE still the balls to charge $30 a day for it oh on like fight and shit like yeah, that yeah you have, bull- you have the balls to do that you know what that should have been and a thank you to the fans the fans that don't have the network you you sign in and you can watch it for free I wish they did something different like like sure maybe charge $30 for it if you, if you wanted to but um Give that money to hospitals or some shit like that who fucking need it. Or families who need, you know, help during COVID or the prevailing circumstances. Actually, what they should have, yeah. yeah, I guess. Something. But still, I still wouldn't have charged. I mean, I see what you're saying and I get it. Honestly, I wouldn't have charged anyway. I was like, you know what, go on. If you, if you have the network, we'll credit you a month. If you don't have it, watch it for free. Or if you have the network, you know what, you're paying for it already. There's so much crap on it if you do enjoy it. <laughs> But if you're not paying for it, if you don't have it, well, we, you, you get to watch it for nothing. No, that's going to piss people off. Because people who pay for the network going to be like, well, what the fuck? For, honestly, I wouldn't care. Most people would. For $12, yeah. you're, pay, you're paying that anyway. Yeah. There's so much crap on the network to watch anyway. I, I just felt it was kind of shysty charging $60 for two days of that, of this. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's... that's I felt a little shy. Oh, my God. Oh, hey. The dynamic dudes. 
Johnny Ace and Shane Douglas. <laughs> I, I actually liked them back in the day for some reason. Because the skateboard, right? You, I was a skateboarder. Yeah, I, I can see you in neon shorts. Shout out. The, the pink, the fuchsia. Fuchsia. <laughs> the, the fuchsia tights. All right, so that's WrestleMania day one in a nutshell. Yeah. Yeah, don't bother watching it. But if you could catch like the Undertaker thing, go go for it. Um, real quick before we get to the main event, um, AW. I think we talked about it. AW oh, yeah. filmed enough footage through midnight, and they officially effectively shut down. Yeah. If if I mean I don't know what's gonna happen by mid May. That's gonna be another problem if this is if things start start going getting back to normal. Mm-hmm. But as of right now, they have enough footage for, till then. Yeah. And they've effectively shut down. Yeah. They're not filming anymore. They're not doing anything outside of post production crap. And I'm sure WWE's gonna follow suit. They're gonna have to. Yeah. They don't have enough footage to film for the next few weeks, but they're gonna have to do something. Yeah. I mean, the problem is most of the states are shut down now. They can't have people, a lot of people together. Yeah. So I don't know what they're gonna do. Um, I mean, I've read somewhere they are filming a SmackDown in a shutdown state. Yeah, I read that too, and I think that's crazy. Yeah. So. But I like I said, I think I said a few weeks ago, WWE and NXT and AEW just shut down. I mean, AEW finally doing it. Well, I think they had. I think they are doing the right thing. They had to get shit in the can. You know, in order before they shut down. You know, before they were forced to shut down. That's, you know, and that's what they've been doing. They right. were taping shit, taping shit, taping shit, so they can get stuff, so they can still do a live show or not a live, you know, a weekly show. Yeah. You know, and that was smart of them to do. Same thing the, with WWE. Yeah, but they, but they, but, but they're, they're not. I, I think they're gonna. I think we're not seeing new WWE footage for a long time. Yeah. I got a feeling they're gonna run into a lot of problems coming, come trying to film. Yeah. They'll be filming in you know, fucking Vince's Vince's headquarters in Stanford yeah. at this point. And that's what you know. Regardless of what how the show goes and stuff like that for AEW, that's why I like how they react to shit. You know, they adapt. Yeah. They do what they need to be needs to be get, you know get done. You know, whether it's good or not, whatever. But they adapt and they give you like a you know as much as they can do with what they're given All instead right. of just like. All right, well, let's get to the main event. <clears throat> let's do this. Oh. Uh, anything? No, you go first. Well, I, I, I got to get my card up. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, let me say this first. The ratings went down for both. Yeah. Because people are getting tired of the empty rating shit. They are. Well, it, well, no, it's also the news. If you look at the the ratings, yeah. it's, it's just dominated by news. Yeah. For, for good reason. Yeah, yeah. Because of the prevailing circumstances. I'm see what I'm doing there. I'm doing the wrestling gimmick. I'm not going to say what it is. Right. I'm going to say prevailing circumstances. But um, I watched NXT Live and I watched AEW. I, th- I said before I watched it today. <coughs> in hindsight, I'm glad I did it that way. And I want to explain why in a minute. Okay. Um, Which show did I... Before, before we get to the show, I want to do some ramblings. I enjoyed AEW way more than NXT. Okay. For all the reasons I said earlier. they It's a, it's a, it's a smaller arena... Having the wrestlers out there helped. The hard camera went closer to the ring so you don't see the, the lack of crowd. Mm-hmm. everything The way they filmed everything was a lot more enjoyable. My problem with the NXT, I think we talked about it, was they still, they're still still f- playing for a live crowd that's not there. Yeah. And that was the most prevalent during the main event of NXT. Yeah. The triple threat for the, um, the North American belt. Like, think about it like this. Like, it, it feels tone deaf. Yes. You know, like they're 
they come out doing their their entrances. Right. You know? Especially like in WrestleMania. Like you had Becky Lynch coming out, raising the title. Who the fuck are you doing that for? Right. Just come out. You know? When when AEW, the guys just came out. Like, Cody didn't do his big entrance. Yeah. He just walked out. Just walks out, does it, and gets ready to fight. Same thing with all of them. Yeah. Um... And the NXT didn't have a... The card itself, like, the matches themselves weren't bad. But I just couldn't get into them because the way it was presented. Um, you go, Are you going to go down the card? Yeah. Because I'm curious. I forgot what the cards were. I have it. The, the matches themselves were good in front of a live crowd. Like, if I could sit through it, I would have enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. But it was just so distracting with the echoing and the... The lighting showing off every little flaw because of how they're filming it. Yeah. It was hard to really enjoy it. Like when Velveteen Dream came out for the opening match with Bobby Fish, he came out for, for a live crowd. Yeah, he's doing his gimmick. I'm like, th- yeah, that feels like, so tone deaf to and me. The, like, that, that is the best word. That is the best word to describe it. Tone deaf. Hmm. Like in any other day, this is a great, it wasn't a bad show in any other day. But let's go through the card real quick. Go for it. Opening match, Velveteen Dream defeated Bobby Fish with a Dream Valley Driver. Good match. Yeah. Three and a half. I enjoyed it tremendously. Yeah, yeah. Three and a half is, is agreeable. I think it, it might have been three three quarters if the circumstances were better. Yeah. But the fact that, again, I'm going to keep repeating it. The fact that they played to a live crowd that wasn't there ruined it. That yeah. took That knocked it down at least half a quarter of a notch for me. Um, after the match, Dream cut a promo, Adam Cole, and the rest of UE. To nobody. Yeah. Uh, Malcolm Bevins cut a promo introducing Bivin Enter- Bivins Enterprise tag team Saurav Gujar and Rinka Singh. Rinku Singh. Yeah, I didn't, I, I didn't know. I was like, they're 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 gonna get renamed. Yeah. <laughs> um. Next up, the 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 um the return of Dexter Loomis. It defeated Jake Atlas and Jack Atlas's NXT TV, TV debut. I like Jake Atlas. He wasn't bad. Oh yeah, Jake Atlas. He's he's a he was a prominent indie guy. Like he wasn't big in the indies, but he was like those rising stars, right? That they NXT just snatched up, and people were very surprised that he signed with NXT with WWE so early. Um, of course, the best bet for wrestlers is to make your name first, then sign with NXT, and he hadn't done that yet. He was just get just getting started, you know. So, um, for, I think he's fine being squashed here. I don't think yeah, that yeah, harms I mean, him. Yeah, you I mean, know, if you think of, like Gargano and Ciampa got squashed when they first started, you right. know? So that this is fine. Yeah, no, he, he's one of those young guys that's got a yeah. future. You know, you get squashed early. That's yeah. how you make your bones. Yeah, but Jake Atkins is great. Loomis is very interesting to me. I, I don't know. I, um, I don't know how he will play to a live crowd. Because though I just because there was no live crowd, I don't know what the crowd reaction would be to him. Like would it be booze, would it be stunt side? I don't know. Well, I think it'll be from I I think it would be the go away heat, not the go away heat, the the heel heat. Um, cause I think he's good. I enjoy him. Uh, I like his music. Yeah, he has yeah. that Stranger Things type of theme yeah, yeah, yeah. going on. And he has like that Stranger Things type, Stranger Things type of character that he is, you know, like that '80s movie bad guy type shit. Yeah. You know? 
Um, he's interesting. I, I I don't like. I see him being one of those guys that just gets thrown in the main roster really quick. You know. I see one of those guys that, that he. I think in a year he'll be Baron Corbin. That is possible. <laughs> That's that very, is possible. very possible. Yeah. A guy that has a talent that if if pushed if done right could be good. Yeah. And they just ruin like Baron Corbin. Remember when Baron Corbin was in NXT? I said Baron Corbin's gonna be one of those guys that you're gonna build. Maybe not be like a superstar, but he's gonna be one of those one of those guys always there. Mm-hmm. And he got ruined on the main roster. Yeah. I think if Baron Corbin had been like in AEW Impact Ring of Honor, he'd be different. Because yeah. he is talented. He does have speed. He has what you want out of a wrestler. Mm-hmm. They just don't use him right. And yeah. and because they don't use him right, he got go away. Yeah. And nobody wants to see him. Yeah. But he is talented. He's quick. There is there's talent there. He just they just ruined they just ruined him. Yeah. I know you know I don't know if you're gonna believe me or not, but uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm not hard. I'm just it's, well, one, it's one of those things you only see unless it happens, I guess. Yeah. Alright, next um they did a little video of Killer Cross. They did highlights that Gargano and Tommaso Braun Performance Center. I actually fast forward through all of this. Hmm. Why well, I'm fast forward, but I, I think I was like like a half hour behind. So I was able to fast forward to a lot of stuff. Yeah. Um, Dakota Kai six man, won a six man gauntlet match gaunt, six woman gauntlet match um, Shotzi Blackheart was my new wrestling crush came out first and she lasted until the end yeah, by the time Dakota Kai got to her she was ready to be down well I wish that's how they played it it, it, it took a while for Dakota Kai to beat her cause you wanna yeah. put Shot, you wanna you know you don't wanna just squat you wanna show that Shotzi Blackheart could be a contender but I mean like for the psychology of the match, like I guess. show the reason why Dakota won this is because she was beaten down from so much, yeah. You know? Right. Um. Uh, Dakota has a new finisher. I think they call it the Go to Kick or something. Yeah. Like that. it's, like, it's like a um version of the um GTS. Yeah. Um, three and three quarters. I, mean, I actually enjoyed the match. Oh yeah, I, I enjoyed it too. Uh, I like how they they were really putting over shots here. Yes. Definitely, um, and I'm I'm fine with that. Yeah, three and three quarters. I, I agree with that. All right, recap of Charlotte Flair via Ripley again. Another thing I fast forwarded through. Hmm. Um, Kushida, your boy, defeated Joaquin Wild with an armbar after the match. They shook hands. Love this. I did too. It was great. It was a good yeah. match. I get a four flat. I thought it was a great match. Um, I go three and three quarters. Yeah. I would like to see if they don't bring Shelly back. Maybe Joaquin Wild and Kushida team up as the new time splitters. If they don't bring Shelly back for that reason. I would not mind. I hey, thought that, I kind of thought that's where they were gonna head a little bit. I don't until what happened. Huh? <laughs> until what happened in the in the parking lot apparently is like the worst place to be in NXT. Apparently. <laughs> um. But yeah, yeah, I I, I kind of agree with you on that the 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 whole tag team thing. Uh, Joaquin fits. You know, he fits with uh, Kushida like with his gear and everything. Yeah. They could do a great time splitters thing. I love, um, Joaquin Wild's gear. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. But yeah, yeah, no, I agree. I, uh, Kushida, I kind of feel like they're giving Kushida a little bit of a push here. They, they, they're trying. I think with I think they're throwing everything against the wall. They're trying to see what sticks. Yeah, because he's been like every time he's been on lately, it's been great fucking matches with him. Right. Um. So yeah. So I mean, I don't think he's ever gonna get pushed to the stars. No. But I think they're giving him like a mid card push, which is good at least. Something. Yeah. Um, recap of Gargano Champa feud played something else I fast forwarded through. 
Um, they, they, you mentioned Joaquin, Joaquin Wilde got kidnapped by mass by mass men. Yeah, which you know, which happened with Raul Mendoza before. Yeah. So wondering what the fuck's going on here. Dark water. It looks like doesn't it look like the fucking dark water coming yeah. out and stealing them? Can you imagine that's what happens here? Hey. Uh, All right, uh, main event. Keith Lee defeated Dominic Dijakovic and Damian Priest by pinning Dijakovic with the Big Bang catastrophe. My problems with this, the match itself was fine. Yeah. Again, when they were doing the intro, I hated the fact that they were playing it to a live crowd. Yeah. What, what I did like during the intro was they, they every wrestler was intro, that little thing like what their strengths are. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was cool. That was well, well, it was smart because, you know, they were trying to hide, hide that crowd. Right. So they put this big plunk yeah. right there to hide that fucking crowd, which was smart. I liked it. But, again, because they were the way they were doing it, they were, they were, there was pregnant poison between the, each intro for the crowd. Yeah. What they should have do, they should introduce each wrestler individually. Yeah. Like, come out to ring individually. Yeah. It would have been better a little bit. For the circumstances. Yeah, right. it would have been better. But, again... NXT WWE's whole it should be a darker arena hard camera just on the ring mm-hmm. the focus away from the crowd mm-hmm. and maybe put soundproofing up around. yeah so no reverberations going. right yeah definitely there's so much they could do they could make this work yeah um what'd you give the match what'd you give the match um I give see I don't know I want to rate it four snarks. It was a good match, but there's so many. I, I, there were probably three and a half only because the, the presentation's killing me. Yeah, I mean you're not wrong. They played it for a crowd. If it was our for our, if there was a crowd, right? If I would have been a lot better, but since it, there was no, they should have changed how they worked the match too. See, WWE is trying to go on business as usual, mm-hmm. which does not mean I get why they're doing it because they're WWE. But you can't do business. This is not business as usual. Mm-hmm. Make your adjustments. The crowd, the people will understand. Yeah. Make, it's, uh, I forgot who said this, but it's the perfect analogy. Like where WWE is, you know, you, WWE is the person who looks up on YouTube how to make a steak. And they say, all right, you put it on one side for two minutes, then flip it. They put it on one side, they set the timer, that timer goes off, they flip it. You know? Right. AW, they're the one who season the fucking meat. And then they put it on the grill and they flip it when it's ready to be flipped. Not the two minutes. Right, When right. it's fucking ready. You know, they adjust. They adapt. And WWE decides not to adapt. They're like, just put on what we've always been doing and then we'll adapt if we run out, if we don't have a wrestler or some shit like that. You know? But they're not adapting the show. They should adapt the show. I mean, I don't know what the law... I mean, WWE fans are loyal... And they're gonna go back once they go back to normal, mm-hmm. but fans like us are gonna remember this shit. We're gonna remember that they didn't adapt to the times. Yeah, we're gonna remember that they forced shit down our throat that we didn't need. Yeah, all this shit we're gonna remember. We're gonna remember that they didn't give they, that they didn't care about and, what they put on TV. And and we're talking about NXT, and I feel like I don't know who's in complete control because you feel like NXT of of the WWE three shows or four shows. That they have, NXT is the one that's trying to change, you know, or do things different. Right. Um, but there's still other factors coming in saying, "No, do it this way, do it this way." 
because I feel like they they try to make those adjustments like the the last week or something. They felt more of a of the AEW style, right? <clears throat> this week too, but I feel like someone like there's more hands in what was it? The, too, more, too, many too, many, too, too many cooks in the kitchen. Yeah, uh, possibly for NXT. Yeah, right now. I feel like maybe Triple H is trying to do it one way and then someone is coming in, Vince or whoever, right. saying, no, we should do it this way as well. Or, or some shit like that. Because I feel like it's that probably they're Vince, trying... Because Triple H over, has authority over everybody. Yeah. The only person over, over Triple H is Vince. Yeah, so it's yeah. Vince saying, you know, I want to look more like Raw, I want to look more like SmackDown. Yeah. And that's just, that's ruining the product. Yeah. I mean, again, fans will, will flock back, especially NXT. But... How much damage is going to be done by then? A lot. They're, they're, they're going to have to do some building up again. Both, yeah. all, all, all the shows, really. Yeah. Um, but I think a, I think WWE is probably going to have a harder time with it. Yeah. Possibly. The thing with WWE is that that the AEW doesn't have really yet, not so much, is that WWE's viewerships are fucking loyal. Yeah. They are super fucking loyal. Um. Now, early in the show, I said, before we started, I said, I, I watched NXT first, I'm glad I did. Let yeah, explain me, that. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. If I had watched AEW, AEW was so good. Like, I enjoyed AEW. I really, really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Like, when the opening match, I'm like, you know what? This is not bad. If I had watched AEW first and put on NXT, I probably would have turned it off. Because it looked, because it looked so off compared to AEW. Yeah. But because I watched NXT first, and I was like, oh, it's kind of bad, but I'm going to sit through it. AEW was so great. If I had been the opposite way around, I probably wouldn't have sat through NXT. Oh, well. Interesting. That's very interesting. Because it was just, it was, oh, it felt, how do I word this right? Tonally deaf. Tone deaf. Yeah. But I'm saying, the, I'm trying to, forget the tone deaf part. It felt like a bunch of guys built a ring Decided to have their own wrestling show. Like non-wrestlers. A bunch of indie guys that have that aren't signed anywhere were trying to find something to do for YouTube and they put together a wrestling show. Mm. That's what it felt like. What did you give the the, the triple threat? Three and a half. Three and a half. Oh, sp- oh, another thing that turned me off the NXT that I wanted to turn the volume off. Sam Roberts, horrible on commentary. <laughs> Holy crap. Holy shit, was he horrible. I couldn't. I almost <laughs> I almost turned the volume off for it. Holy shit, was he bad. I was mixed with him. Um, he got a little better near the, near the end, yeah. but... He's the heel... On, I was like, oh my God. He's, he's the heel commentator. But he was... I couldn't. Uh, my problem is, it's hard to be a heel commentator. There's only a few people that's really done it good. Heenan has done it great. Heyman did it good. Heyman does it good. Lawler, Lawler, and, uh, Corey and Graves was great. Was great. He was got, he, great. Yeah, when he was at NXT in the yeah. early WWE days, he was the perfect heel commentator. Yeah. Jesse Ventura, Jesse Ventura. Yeah, it, but it's hard to do that. It's hard to be a heel commentator and be able to put over heels and shit like that. Yeah, yeah. But you know, but like you said, Sam Roberts was there, like congratulating this guy for picking up a weapon. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, yeah, that doesn't make sense. Yeah, I mean, I mean the with who? There was Sam Roberts and who was the other? Who was 
Oh, uh, was it Tom Phillips or something? Yeah. Like yeah. I mean, I'm sure Nigel's probably stuck in England. Yeah. I, he, I think he travels back and forth. And I think, I think Morrow's just... How, how do I word this right without making him sound like he's an, he, like he's a clown? He, he's probably afraid to go out. Because yeah, of mean, who, yeah, because of what his, he deals with, yeah. Because of what he deals with, I'm hoping it? he's taking care of himself, doing what I hope he's being. He's, out. he's been off. To, I have no yeah. nothing. Nobody's heard anything from him. Yeah, I mean, he could be sick for all we know, just get just healing himself up. Yeah, but I don't blame him for not being there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, if you have a mental thing where you know you have anxiety and all that, and you're bipolar, stay home. Yeah, because all the all the anxiety of being out, worrying about people getting too close to you, that's just gonna make it worse. Yeah. I don't mind him staying home. And right? I think, yeah, it's, it, it's possibly his choice to do that, too. Like, he chose to leave Twitter, and I think that was smart. He should yeah. have been on Twitter in the first Considering place. Considering he's yeah. bipolar. Yeah, he knew his situation, and he left. He's like, you know what? I'm not dealing with this. No, I don't mean... Twitter's be honestly... Twitter is... It's toxic. It really is. Yeah, and unless you're able to deal with that, if you, if you don't think you can, like, brace yourself for it, then you shouldn't be a part of it, you know? Yeah, because Twitter's a bunch of keyboard warriors. Yeah. I mean, same thing, go back to AEW. Jim Ross is staying home because he has underlying conditions. Yeah. So he's like, no, I'm just going to stay home. Yeah. Which is fine. I mean, that they, I think that's great. And if you're WWE or AEW, you can't, fall, you can't punish anybody for this. No. Right and now, you can't. What's cool about Jim Ross, Excalibur, and uh, Taz, I think they're all stayed home. Um... They and I don't know if they're forced to or if it's something they decided to do. They do a post show. I saw that yeah. watching AEW. Yeah, I mean it's nothing to watch really. It's not great, but at least they're doing something to keep it like, oh, did you? Let's talk about what just happened with that show where they're all on Zoom or whatever Skype situation that they're using, and then just they just talk about the show. Uh, Jim Ross comes off as the guy who really doesn't know how to use the the technology. I, 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 he probably doesn't. He probably doesn't. Yeah. Um. So that was cool. That, yeah, so I just thought that was interesting. At least they're, they're doing like a post-show commentary instead of like the in-show commentary. Again, um, d- like you said, AEW's adapting to this better than WWE is. Yeah. Um, I mean, fortunately for AEW, they got to see what how WWE did, deal with it and said, that's not the way. <laughs> you know? Like, that's obviously not the way. We're going to do it this way. You know? Um, yeah, so what was your match of the night for your show? Fan XT? Yeah. Uh, that's a damn good question. Probably uh, Bobby Fish's Velveteen Dream. Though I was surprised the Kushida Joaquin match wasn't bad. Yeah, that's what I'm going with. Uh, oh, you didn't. Did you explain that the, the main event was the TakeOver show? Oh yeah, so what NXT is doing the next few weeks is all, they're having all their takeover matches yeah. every week. They're having a different match. They you know, get all the takeover matches. You know, during that match, they had a takeover thing on a tank. Yeah, show. they had the whole the pirate shit. Yeah, which why didn't they change that? I don't know. You know, they they kept the whole the whole imagery of it the same. They should at least change that. Yeah, they probably should. That adds to WWE's totally deaf thing, like yeah. just. Change it, but I'm probably gonna go Bobby Fish's Velveteen Dream. Okay, because I think in a lot in front of a live crowd, that would have been a great match of the night, definitely. But I'm gonna ask the match I'm gonna go with. All right, all right, all right let's do your show. All right, uh, so we open up with K 
Kenny versus Trent. Uh, and what was a really good match. I liked it a lot. I loved it. Yeah. I, I, um, uh, it was fast paced. Like I said, they were, they were doing like very fast spots and stuff like that. And like I said, they had the crowd, quote unquote crowd in the, in, you know, and they also had the heels on one side and the faces on the other side. Um, yeah. And I do like how they built towards the history between these two as well. Right. You know, they have a lot of history in New Japan and stuff like that. I mean, they didn't mention it, but you, they told you like there's history between these two. Um, you could tell that they have like, of like they have plans for Trent. They keep putting him in big spots. He loses, but he keeps he's always in that big spot. Like he'll lose to. <laughs> To Moxley, or he'll lose to Kenny Omega. He's always they're keeping him in right. the relevancy, you know, um, and or they'll give him smaller wins later on just to keep him in the ranks. Yeah, I enjoyed this match tremendously from the op- yeah. from opening to closing, including that spot where Kenny Omega powerbombed Trent into the pole. Oh yeah, I was like, God, and then that, that spot that Kenny took coming off the rope where he landed kind of on his neck sideways, and actually broke his neck. Yeah. Um, um, was it the, was it off the the top rope? Yeah, when Suplex? Kenny was up there and Trent went up there and he kind of slipped going up. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah the German off the top rope. Yeah, yeah. I, again, like I said earlier, I love the way they presented the whole show. That mm-hmm. the hard the car cam closer to the ring so you don't see it. The darkness. They didn't have the ramp. The entrances were to the side, so all you saw was AEW in front of you. So it felt more intimate. Yeah, and that they did it great. Um. So yeah, so I gave it uh, three and three quarter snarks. I'm gonna go four. Cool. I really, book. really yeah, cool. enjoyed it. Cool, cool. I'm a big Tremperetta fan. Yeah, I you know best friends of my favorite, one of my favorite tag teams in AEW. Yeah, yeah. just because I don't know why they just are, but I, I, I can't fight it. They're 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 fucking enjoyable. Yeah, I mean, part of it is they're enjoyable. But if they were like, if they had this this shtick, but no talent behind it, I'm like, no, they they're, they're just there for they're just there for the cheap pop. Yeah. But they're actually talented. Yeah. Even Chuck Taylor, who doesn't look like he's that talented, like doesn't have that wrestler body, is extremely talented. Yeah, I mean, for me, you on the Facebook page, you posted that question in your top ten tag teams. Like yeah. best friends were, I didn't put it up, but there were like the honorary mentions. Well, I, for me. I, I, I was trying to when I did that list, I was I, I split it. I did I, if you if you read if you read the list and look at it, mm-hmm. I did five current, five old. I oh. wanted to split the list down the middle. Oh, that's smart. So it was like what, like my first one was old, new, old. So it was five and five. But if I'm going to go top ten, my favorite tag teams, just current, best friends, definitely on that list. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, of overall, they're definitely an honorable mention. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree with that. Yeah. I mean, they're fun, they're fun to watch. Adding Orange Cassidy only helped it. Yeah. Because he just kind of fits. Yeah. It's weird, like, that he doesn't do anything, but he kind of fits. Yeah. I can't wait till they start to pull that trigger on him. I told I told you how I mentioned that how they how they should do it. They should have him do those little kicks that he does where he doesn't like do it. The fans pop for it. And then a the guy goes, "Come on, hit me right here as hard as you can." Ah, and he does a super though. kick and just go, you know, and that that's his breakout. Moment. That would have been great, but it's too late for that now because he had that match with Pac where he, he basically was doing wrestling moves. Yeah. So it's too late for that, but that would have been great. But they could still do it though. They could still do it. Yeah, I guess. But you got we got to wait a while though. You yeah. got to let, let him go back to doing this the. The, the slot style yeah. crap for a while, not do anything else, and then and then break out. Yeah. Uh, next match we have. Uh, Hiku- well, first we had like a, a video promo of Hikaru Shida. 
I just fast forward through it. If it wasn't wrestling, I fast forwarded through it. It was a really good uh, video package. You can see that they are really behind Hikaru Shida. Um, they mentioned on the show that she's been the longest number one contender on the list for the women's rankings. Um, they really seem to be pushing her. She was less healy here uh, as she versed. She versed. As she uh, went against uh, Anna J in this match. Um, Who is hot? Yeah, she's really hot. Oh, my Lord. We're not the horny show, but... God damn. God damn. I'm saying she might be my second favorite wrestling crush right now. <laughs> Holy crap. Uh, she's from QT school. Okay. She, she was one of QT students. Um, so we're probably going to be seeing her more on what, AEW. What I'm fine with. Um, I am completely fine with that. <laughs> Yeah, Anna J. And the match was really good too. She wasn't bad. No, forget all the, well, you know, all being all horny dogs about it. She it wasn't a bad match. No, she's no. definitely talented. Yeah, definitely a lot of talent here. Um, uh, they were they were pushing a match between Sheeta and Britt Baker. Uh, and obviously Britt Baker was on the heel side. Britt ba- Baker took off her shoe, to- which was weird. Like why she? I like the commentary. I think it was Cody or whoever. Why she have her shoe off? Yeah, the the funny part it was later on in the match, uh, Cody's match, where Cody got thrown over the the the, the barrier. The barrier, and everyone started. Be- she everyone, had her shoe off. She had her shoe off, and she's beating on him. And then she turns to the camera and shows the shoes. She's like, this is why I have. Like, oh, like, real quick, go back to the Kenny Omega match. Yeah. When Kenny Omega did the Windling Angel on Trent, mm-hmm. you, you watch Chuck Taylor, he just turned his back like, it's over. It's over, yeah. <laughs> I, I had him go back. I'm like, wait a minute, that motherfucker just turned his back. <laughs> I rewinded it. Like, he knew it was over. Like, it's over. That's great, though. Like It was. I wouldn't be surprised if that was Chuck Taylor's, like, being smart about it. Like, that's the Windling Angel. I'm going to sell the one wing Angel. Yeah. And just turn my back on it. Like, it's done. <laughs> Yeah. Now I, I noticed that like the little things like like things, something you talk about a lot like little things they do nuance that yeah. nuance that was one of them for yeah me. Um, yeah I did like that like you brought yeah that. no that definitely cool. definitely uh, I gave this match three and three quarters um, I, I told you I gave it four I thought it was I considering the circumstance it was I think in any other day <coughs> it'd be three and a half for me in mm-hmm. any other day considering. The, the way things are right now, they filmed it. It was done so well. It looked, it looked good. It was presented well. They they didn't play to the crowd. There was all talking in the ring. It was done the way these empty arena matches should be done. Yeah, that's what bumped it up for me. Presentation is a part of it. When it comes for me, presentation is how the match is presented. Yeah, you know, considering, I mean, any other circumstances, present presentation doesn't matter. It's an arena match, whatever. But because of the way AEW did this entire show, and this match was great already, that bumped it up for me. Yeah. So four snarks for me, definitely. Cool. Um, next, we had a video package of John Moxley, and you're just explaining how it, it's it's going to be a no DQ match. That's going to help it a lot. Um, <laughs> yeah. No, um, oh, yeah, definitely. This is just a. This is just on just to, just to give uh, Moxie a, a title challenge, whatever. Um, but yeah, I thought it was fine. It wasn't a bad video package though. Um, AEW is really good at it. Uh, next up, oh, this match I loved. Talk about squash matches. Uh, Lance Archer. Oh my god, I loved versus it, dude. Marco dude, I loved this match. Fucking stunt. 
Holy shit. First off, let me just give props to Marco's stunt. Oh, hell yeah. Holy shit did he sell. <laughs> Holy shit. Uh, this was awesome. I, I For a squash match, this was just fucking awesome. You know? Um, Archer came in, looked just destroyed stunt. You know? Um, and... Uh, Fucking through at the at the end throws him in the into the fucking crowd, yeah, yeah. I love this. I love uh, stunt came off looking crazy. Um, I'm sorry. Um, Archer came off looking crazy, looking like a fucking monster. Fucking great fucking squash match for him. And I like the fact that Marco did get a little offense in. Yeah, like like he felt for a second for a half a second there, half a second. He's like, you know, Marco might be able to. Pull up set here yeah. for half a second. Yeah, the whole little man has heart, fighting spirit. Yeah, yeah, like, Nope, nope. I enjoyed, <laughs> I enjoyed the hell out of it. I really, really did. I I'm just, gonna go three and a half snarks. I enjoyed it. Oh uh, yeah, I went three for and a quarter snark, for a squash match. Hell yeah. yeah, I went three and a quarter. I love that uh, Lance Archer still has his music from Japan. Yeah, I didn't think he was gonna grab, be able to keep it, but he has it, and I love that music. It's one of my favorites. Everyone, everybody dies. Um. Uh, oh, I did like uh, they brought Colt Cabana in for commentary. Yeah, because Cody was preparing for his yeah, match. Cody his. had a match. Um, and then it also plays to this match too because that's the that's Colt Cabana's first match in, in the a TNT tournament, tournament. which um, we didn't talk about. We'll get to it because yeah. there's, there's more to it. Um, so so that plays to that. You know, like he's saying like, though that's not gonna be me." You know, like he's like he's pumping himself up, which is cool. Um. So that was great. Uh, next up, we have the Natural Nightmares versus the Dark Order, number eight and number nine. I kind of fast forward this match. I watched a little bit of it, but I kind of fast forward. I had no interest in this match. It was really good. Uh, they did another video package before this, I believe it was before this, of um, Brody Lee. Yeah, I'm. I'm. A, I'm, a, I'm... <sighs> I'm. I'm back on it, man. I'm back on the bandwagon, Bro- man. I, look, how I this? Broly is coming off now as an as a bitter ex. That's what it feels like now. He just seems like he's bitter now. Like, you know, they used me wrong. Like, he just feels like a bitter ex, like I cheated on or something. I, I can't. I love it. I, I love it. I love you're the, the only. I'm not. I love the shot comp, the, the, the pettiness of it. I love it. I, I, I don't. fucking love it. He, he, they did another promo where, what was this one about? The the he's, um the yawning was this the yawning yeah yeah someone yeah someone yawning he's like you, know, you, you tired or something I loved it I, I, um yeah and then they then they had the match where eight number eight and number nine someone online brought this up and I hope it's true I or maybe it was Coca-Cola I think Coca-Cola brought it up where maybe the level of the wrestlers are based based on their numbers so eight and nine are bad wrestlers and then Eva Uno and Stu Grayson are yeah, one and two. So they're the best wrestlers right now, except for Brody Lee. Like they're the best wrestlers in the Dark Order. So the the more you go up, the better they get, type of thing. Um, yeah. So this was basically a extended squash match for the Natural Nightmares. Yeah. Um, you know they defeat the uh, the Dark Order. Then Brody Lee comes out. Um, power slams are yeah, power slams, power bombs rather. One of them. Uh, one of I probably think number eight. And then just looks at the the other one, like with just fucking dead on stare, like, yeah, don't fuck up again. Um, my only wish here 
was that Brody Lee didn't come out in gear. Like, if he just came out in the suit that he wears in the promos. Yeah. That would have been better. Um, other than that, yeah, it was a fine match. Uh, three and a half. Uh, incomplete. You didn't watch it. I didn't watch yeah, it. Didn't so incomplete. Next up, and I think that's, yeah, that's the main event. Uh, we have uh, Cody and Darby Allen versus Sammy Guevara and Sean Spears. Um, yeah, they they had some of the nuance here that kind of played throughout the match. Uh, Darby Allen comes out when Cody came out. Um, they showed Darby Allen rolling his eyes at Cody. Yeah. At one point, uh, which plays into the match later on, or after the match rather. Um, match itself was pretty good. Uh, it wasn't bad. It wasn't, wasn't bad great, at, but it wasn't bad. Yeah, it wasn't bad at all. I'm glad we got to see Sean Spears on t- in a match again. Yeah, I give it three and a half. Um, uh, same here. Uh, uh, spot of the night was when fucking Darby Allen goes up the fucking beam. Yes, definitely. Like Evolve style, like when he, what he used to do in Evolve, and just did the coffin drop from there. Um, the big picture from this was at the end they uh, Cody and Darby lose. Uh, Cody's going to help Darby, and Darby just decks him. Um. So because they're they're gonna fight, obviously it's gonna lead between them two. Um. So, so yeah. So match of the night for me, I'm gonna have to agree with you. And go with Trent and Cody, um, Trent and Kenny Omega. Now, what was your match of the night as a whole across both shows? I'm gonna give it to Kushida and and um, TJ. And I'm See? I'm gonna go with Kenny Omega and I'm Trent. Uh, Walking Wild. I'm gonna go with Kenny Omega and Trent. Okay. That's me. That was the match of the night. Cool. cool. And AEW definitely <clears throat> pulled this off better. Now, if they filmed all their shows <coughs> like this, mm-hmm. I'm gonna enjoy AEW a lot more next month and a half. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to watch it live for the exact same reason I didn't watch it. I'm glad I didn't watch it live originally. Yeah. Because I want to get... You want to be able to watch NXT. Right. Yeah. Um, And that pisses me off because NXT... I mean, maybe if they haven't filmed it yet, maybe they make changes to make it look better. I don't know. But it's just not right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Tone deaf, like you said. Yeah. The pro... It does... I mean... Eight and NWA has stuff filmed, but they can't use it because it was building towards the pay per view. Oh, so they can't use it. I, I hear they're trying to do stuff to change it, but they can't use it. They, that's why they've they, they have they've they've been putting up old pay per views and stuff like that uh, every Wednesday. Uh, I'm sorry, every Tuesday. Uh, but they can't use a lot of that that footage, which is fucked up. So even when they come back, they have to redo all that shit. Yeah. Yeah. The Crockett um, Cup was coming up. They'll yeah. go up to the Crockett Cup. Yeah. So that sucks for them. Yeah, it does. Um. But yeah, so that's AEW in a nutshell. Uh, show tonight. I, you know, I'm not. I'm gonna agree with you. AEW. Yeah, I mean. Um. I mean, any other normal circumstances, it could go either way. It'll be Every, a fight. Yeah. But I, I just can't anymore. Yeah. I mean. The show, that, like I said, the matches in the NXT are good. This the presentation is, is, it kills me. I, I just can't get through it. I can't get past it. Yeah. Um, let's talk about the the TNT title. The TV title. TV title. Yeah, I mean, but I they're they're calling it the TNT title because they're right? on TNT. Yeah. I, I know, but I mean, it works though. It does because it's dynamite TNT. I guess the name works. 
Um, so yeah, so they released. Uh, do we have the listings? The oh, the card. I'll get it. The tournament. Tournament. Yeah. Yeah, I mean they should have just called it the T- television championship. I guess they want to be a little different. I guess it, I mean, again, it's just a name. Yeah. But. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's also... I wouldn't be surprised if it was something that TNT wanted. Maybe. You know, they just got that new deal. This could have been part of that new deal. Yeah. Um, I'm curious what the belt's going to look like. If it's going to be the TNT logo, as like the, the TNT championship would be the TNT logo from the network. I wouldn't be surprised. I, I wouldn't be surprised. That honestly, the logo, the TNT logo is not bad. I wouldn't mind that. Yeah. <clears throat> that would not... That honestly would not bother me at all. Yeah. Um, I have the bracket. All right, go for it. So it's eight-man tournament. Um, one-sided bracket is going to have Cody versus Sean Spears. Um, on that same side of bracket is going to have Sammy Guevara versus Darby Allen. I like how the first, so far the first-round matchups are feuds. Like some guys that feuded already. Yeah, so it matches. And then even the, the results will work towards it. I think the results are kind of obvious, though. Um... Bless you. Thank you. On the other side of the bracket, you have Dusty, Dusty, Dustin, Dustin. <laughs> Dustin Rhodes versus Kip Sabian, and then you have Lance Archer versus Colt Cabana on that side. Uh, predictions? Uh, it seems obvious to me. The finals are gonna be Cody and, and um Archer. Yeah, just no way around. I think we'll now. I was half paying attention for some reason. Is Darby Allen and Cody in the same bracket, like in the same side? Yeah. So we're gonna see them in the in the, the semifinals. Yeah. There's no they set it up already. Yeah. Uh, and then. Yeah. So who do you think goes over, Kip Sabian or Dustin Rhodes? Who? who, who the other was it's, it's on the other side. You know what I'm saying? But the winner of that, who do they who do they fight? Kip Sabian. Oh, uh, Lance Archer. <laughs> I think Dustin goes over because I think that'll be... Oh, yeah, destroys the brother. Right, to get to Cody. To get to Cody. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be dope. Yeah. So, yeah, so there you go. You don't have to watch it. Now, who who wins it? Uh, What I love about it, it could go to either one. Um, I'm going to say Cody. I think Cody wins it. I think um, Archer wins it from him. And maybe that, that builds Cody up to getting a shot at the world, at the world title somewhere down the line. I don't... I, like, I don't think that's ever going to happen. But I think this will happen. I think they'll treat this as important as the world title. I don't think it's going to be a mid-card title. I think they'll treat it like ECW treated, treated their TV title. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's going to be a main title. Like, this is going to be equal. You know? Kind of like, like that, like what you said, or how... New Japan treats the Intercontinental title. It's it's just as important as the right. main title, you know? To a point that now only one person has them, you know? Both titles. You know, so, so I think that's what they're going to try to do here. And I think putting it on a main guy who's who's set in that company already, who's a fucking main eventer like Cody, would be it. I think it'll still work with Archer. You know, because he's he's a fucking monster. No one will be able to beat him, and he'll he'll defeat other main eventers. Um, but I think Cody will be the best one for it. Yeah, I, know, I just agree. to to elevate that title to a main event title, 
that would be perfect. But I wouldn't be surprised they give the Lance Archer. No, I wouldn't be surprised. And they could still work it that way, too. Right. I just think it would be so much easier with... Because I think the fans want to see Cody with a belt. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's too. I'm curious what the belt's going to look like, though. Yeah. I wonder how soon they're going to reveal it. Or is it going to be revealed at the end? It'll probably be revealed at the end of the finals. Yeah, probably. Or like right before the finals. Like, when they get to the final two... Um, the two contender matches before they get to the main event like with the last two matches before the main event I'll probably yeah. introduce it there sucks though you know as much as we, we we've been praising AEW for how they've been treating this it sucks that it's it's being happened done in no arenas you know no crowd arenas and yeah, shit like yeah, that. yeah it does suck because uh, this would be great for a crowd um, I want to backtrack a little bit so I watched a little bit of like mostly highlights of last week's impact, um, AEW the thing with Matt Hardy... Okay, yeah. Uh, it might have worked better in a live crowd. Oh, yeah. Definitely would have worked better with a live crowd. But... Still don't want it in my fucking wrestling. Yeah. Well, forget... Why it. you gotta bring this up, John? Forget it. No, no. Forget <laughs> the whole teleport thing. Forget You're pissing whole, me off. Forget the whole teleport thing. Forget that. Yeah. The... The debut of Matt Hardy, the promo in the ring, the oh, you're delete about, you're thing. You're going two weeks back. Yeah. Just everything with Matt Hardy. Okay. Because he does the delete thing. Everything with Matt Hardy yeah. should be done in front of a live crowd. They should have held off his debut. They should have held it off. They could have They could have did little videos of him at home. Just do it now. Get rid of it. <laughs> They're already readjusting shit. You know what I'm saying? Because they... They did like some sort of video. Oh, we didn't talk about that that video. Uh, but they did a, a like a highlight video of it of all of what happened last week. Yeah. And if you saw that, you would notice that they didn't mention the, the whole wizard thing yeah. where Jericho said, "Oh, you are a wizard." You know, Jericho did say that last week where he looked at Mike Howard. He was like, "Oh, you are a wizard." I was like, "Stop!" You <laughs> know, they took that out. They or at least in this. The video package they didn't have him mention that and they didn't show the teleporting shit in the video package either the the recap or whatever um so so if you know it like so I th- I mean I don't know how they're gonna do it but they seem to be like alright all right, let, let's let's pull it back to reality for a little bit let's not do this shit yeah you know you can see you can tell like Tony Khan was like what the fuck was that yeah <laughs> get that shit out of my face um, oh, that's a young uh, Richie uh, Steamboat. No, the, the kid. That's a Richie Steamboat. I'm talking about the the kid. His name is Richie Steamboat. No, that is Adam Page as a boy. You're an idiot. <laughs> You're just an idiot. Anyway, um, but yeah. So where were we? What the fuck were we? Talking about Tony Khan. <laughs> oh yeah. That, yeah. Yeah. So I wouldn't be surprised if Tony Khan was like, all right, let's pull back a little bit. Let's stop this. Yeah. This is not gonna work. For our crowds, and it's not gonna work for no crowds. Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. Um. So yeah. So that's it for a nutshell. That's the show. <laughs> speaking of no, I'm not speaking of nutshells. I don't have anything to go after that. <laughs> I was hoping I had somewhere to go with that. I just don't. That's called bananas peel slip. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> and then you hear the goofy. <laughs> <laughs> Um, we are gonna our next isolation mania or whatever we're gonna call it, probably the end of April, about a month. Yeah, we'll announce it. We'll announce it online now soon. 
and then uh, or maybe as this show airs and then yeah we'll start working towards it we're gonna yeah. th- theme it out maybe we'll work it out and yeah. then we're gonna curate some other matches for all of you yeah that. see what I what I wanted to do but you think it's a bad idea I mean either way I wanted to do I wanted to do the entire G1 as our sh- the show from beginning to end so I want to put it out there would you guys want to see that in Isolation Mania you could see it on YouTube. It's on YouTube right now. But would you mind? Would you guys mind seeing that whole card? Let's put that out there. That's what I'm gonna do. I just said that. Oh, I'm, I'm ignoring you because I don't. I don't you like, are ignoring. I don't like hearing you talk. Um. <laughs> Who does? <coughs> so um, you know, I'm gonna put it out there. Do you guys want to see the G1? G1, or do you want us to curate some matches for you? I mean, there are other pay per views we could probably like show from Japan. Yeah. That might the whole card might be on YouTube somewhere. Yeah. Maybe do you like so do you guys want to see a whole card from beginning to end or curated matches? Yeah, that'll be yeah. how we word it for for this one. You know, there's going to be other isolation maintenance. Um, we have to come up with a new name for it eventually. I think after the isolation shit is done, yeah, we'll change it. Yeah, uh, but uh, until we're out of um, isolation, isolation. Well, not all of us in isolation. I mean, you are. You know what? You know what I mean. You yeah. <laughs> yeah. <coughs> all of wrestling right now is in isolation. We yeah. can't watch wrestling almost, you know. I mean, a lot of new wrestling is just out there now. I want to show wrestling that has crowds and shit like that, you know. Yeah, and have people just watch it together. Um, and just commentate and have fun with it. And, and just put out stuff. Maybe you guys haven't seen a Ring of Honor show or, or, or something like that. It's just some great matches you haven't seen, you know. And just put it out there for you. Yeah, and we can watch it together. Yeah, and uh, wrap it up. Um, yeah, guys, that's it. Thank you for joining us, and don't forget, please keep it in the ring. Cheers. Cheers.